Hey, everybody. I'm John Dwoskin, an executive advisor and business coach. I work with successful business people who are stuck and want to take their company to the next level. Today, though, get ready to grow your business big, very big. In just a few seconds, you'll meet a dynamic business owner, executive, or salesperson willing to share the best practices that fuel their growth and success. Each interview is no more than 15-ish minutes long, so you can quickly learn effective tools to put into your business today. Please listen with new ears, and let's get to learning, let's get to growing, and let's get to thinking big. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to this week's episode of the Think Big Movement Podcast. I'm so excited for my next guest because we all talk about, or many of us have talked about, the law of attraction. And it is so important, not only in business, but in life. I know I teach my children this, and this is something that I talk about in business all the time. Well, my guest today, Rachel, is somebody who not only sees energy, but can move energy. And when she when she looks at you or works with you, she can see basically your path, and if you are are in or out of alignment with your purpose. Now, to some people, that sounds maybe like, wow, that is unbelievable. And to some people, it sounds a little bit scary, like, hey, how are you seeing inside my world? That makes me feel really vulnerable. But when you really get to it, what Rachel does is help you unblock the obstacles so you can walk the path in life that you were meant to walk. She's an incredible, incredible human being. I'm uh, Uh, proud to call her my friend, and she is here today to talk to us about um, how she kind of came about her gifts and what she does and how she does it and give us a little flavor of that. Rachel, welcome to the show. Fill in the gaps. Tell us a little bit more about you, and uh, we'll take the conversation from there. I'm so excited to be here. (laughs) Thank you for having me. Of course. I always say I have the best gift in the world. Uh, when I look at people, I see their potential and I see all their magic they can bring to the world. So I really see amazing things when I look at people and I get to help them bring it out and get what they want from life. So I really, I have the best gift. What can be better than that, right? Right. That's a beautiful gift. How do you, how do you see it? I mean, I think that's what most people would you know, think. Like, how do you, how? What, I mean, what is it? Does it feel like something? Does it look like something? Is there a sensation? I mean, like, what is it? So when I look at someone or I hear the voice or their name, I start to get a lot of information about them um, from the past and present and future. I start to see kind of subconscious patterns, how they think, what they think they're worth, um, what they believe the world to be, what I believe they deserve it from the world. I feel their body kind of like an empath. Um, obviously, not everything. I'm not God. Um, and then I start to see them like a maze and I start to see where they're going, what kind of energy blocks they have and how to get what they want. So what I do is basically help people go after what they want and make life amazing. And I don't see people as broken. So I get to just help people turn the lights on and see how they're gifted and how much they have to bring to the world. And do you do this through communication? Do you do this through, I know you can see energy through moving energy. You know, how does a typical um, person that's working with you experience your gift? So when we say see, it's not necessarily seen with human eyes. Um, when someone starts to talk, I kind of hear another voice in my head. Mm-hmm. And this is something that psychic or medium will, will tell you that they hear. Um, and I get the sense of knowing. So even before they finish a sentence, I kind of hear the answer Um, and I start to feel almost I'm in their existence and I'm experiencing what they're experiencing and I start to know we should you should turn here you should turn there this is how to get that Um, but really I work from the belief that people know better than me what's best for them and I don't affect free will so I just 
give my two cents and out of perspective. And most of the time, people take that perspective and make it their own truth and add stuff and then they go after what they want. So I, I just want to put this, I just want to reframe it from a business perspective for people who are listening uh, and you're business people and you maybe have experienced something like this before or for those of you who haven't. In business, um, many times business people will say, I just had a hunch or I made this decision to do X based on my gut or you know, rationally, does, this doesn't make sense, but my emotional intelligence guided me to X. So I'm just kind of reframing it from a, from a business mind perspective because I think what you're saying is you have that gift too, but maybe at a um, higher, more aware level. I don't want to say higher level, but maybe a more aware level where there's less distraction and you don't doubt yourself. So you can, you're just kind of... You know, can you talk on that a little bit? Yeah. I think when we're born, we're very intuitive. And then people around us tell us not to listen to our natural intuition and tell us we need to follow a certain path. So we kind of lose this connection with our intuition. Um, and for me, I was able to have some quiet and hear my own voice, my inside. And after following it uh, a certain amount of years, I realized um, it took me to the right places and I can trust it. So it's really a practice of trusting yourself and that you have a sense of knowing in your soul of where you're going, what you meant to accomplish in this world, who you meant to meet, what you meant to bring to the world. Um, and we don't have that because we're not raised to believe in ourselves, basically. Right. You know, I just want to talk on the topic that you mentioned for a minute because um, I think it's very common that we lose connection with ourselves. And I see it happen all the time. I've been guilty of it myself. Uh, with business people who are so over busy and so overbooked and so over this and so over that, they lose the connection. And and asking them in my conversations with them many times to say, hey, can you take 20 minutes a week or three minutes a day and just get some quiet time to just connect back to your your gut, your instincts, like I was talking about earlier. And it's, for many, almost impossible to kind of plug back in to themselves because they've, they've overcommitted and it's, you know, so what would you recommend to somebody like that? How do you, what's the first step for somebody who um, maybe, you know, hasn't been to somebody like you, maybe somebody who's listening and wants to come talk to you but doesn't? Mm -hmm. What's the first step to just start getting back connected to themselves? I think the first thing we need is silence so we're able to hear our own voice and not those distractions of our environment, but also kindness. I think we need to accept ourselves to be kind and patient, to allow ourselves to make a mistake and understand that it's a learning process, um, to not be afraid to try new things, to not be afraid to be vulnerable, and to just really understand that if you have any inside voice inside of you, a fire that draws you to a direction, you probably need to follow it. Your soul is probably trying to guide you. Yeah. You know, I, I love that you said that. I have a buddy who owns a company called Star Tracks, and one of the things they have on the back of their valet shirts, it says Ben. And what it stands for is be extra nice. And what you're talking about is in the same line as far as um, being kind. And I think sometimes people forget that kindness is is so important not only for the person who's receiving it but for you and your own and your own being. You know, it's interesting and in, in, I used to be in corporate America. Obviously, I have my own business now. I'm an executive advisor, business coach. I grow businesses. Um, that wasn't a plug for myself. I'm just trying to um, 
bring this point up. I worked in corporate America, and I had I was a very kind of high up in corporate America, and there was a um, high level C level person that uh, the CEO of the company that would tell me I was too nice. Now I was firm; I was running one of the most profitable offices in the entire company. But he would go around telling people I was too nice and tell me I was too nice. And he wanted me to just do things that were not in alignment with what I felt was appropriate. So I knew I either needed to conform to just not being nice or quit. So I chose to resign and start my own company. Uh, left on fine terms. Um, but, but I think sometimes there is, a, there is this idea in corporate America to not be nice, to be you know, too ruthless, mm-hmm. you know? So I, I love the fact that you're talking about kindness and, and being nice. And I'll tell you something. Um, I've done a lot of interviews for this podcast. I've, met, I've talked to a lot of people, but I've done a lot of interviews. And one of the common threads of, of everything, of the successful people that I've been talking to is kindness, niceness, a good heart, people who are in alignment with um, who they are and what they want to be. So I apologize about being long-winded on that, but I think it is so important to bring kindness and, and, and the word nice back into business. If I had to define myself in one word, it would be kind because I really value the fact that I am a kind human being. So not I, to turn what you yeah. said about me, but I think it's important because to me, there, it just, there needs to be a shift, a big shift. I think... I agree with you. It's a very important ingredient. Um, and I think anyone that wants to be successful need to remember where they came from and look at the people are around them in the same journey, see them as humans, and not chase after money. From my experience, money is not in alignment. It's not a tr- true. You always want to be in creation. You always want to contribute to the world. And if you are in creation and you are passionate about something, the money is going to come. Abundance will come because... That's the rule of energy. But focusing on money, and that's what happens in corporate America, right? It's all about sure. the money. It's not about change or creation or, or enriching the world. Um, you know, people, we, we all end up getting to the finish line, and then we don't take the money with us. So what's the point? Right. I don't believe in collecting things or, or too much money. It's a mean to an end. I believe in collecting experience and lessons and adding to your cup and yourself things to make yourself better and happier. Um, and that's another thing I want to add about being successful. You always have to be yourself as the student of the world. And I always say that I am forever the student of the world. I'm not a guru. I'm not a teacher. Every person that comes to me teaches me about myself, about my gift, about God and the world. And I'm so honored. And, and every person is a gift. And to really be successful, you have to understand that you're a student. You're here to serve the universe. You're here to learn um, and have fun. It's very important to have fun. Yeah, that's so... Uh Beautifully said. Uh, I talk to my clients a lot about time management because I think a lot of people are just, you know, always struggle with time management. Uh, and I talk to them a lot about time management versus energy management. Um, and there's a lot of different layers. I won't get to, into too much of the content of that. But how do you, as we kind of, you know, finish up and wrap up this talk, which has been incredible, how do you guide people to manage their energy and stay in their, um, you know, stay in their lights and stay in, uh, stay in kindness. I like that question. Uh, most of us are not aware, but most of our energy is devoted to resisting things. I resist this person because I don't want to see them. I resist uh, my mother-in-law. I resist going to this event. We really need to shift our energy from resisting 
because it's occupying so much of our energy and using it to what do we want to have positive? What do we want to do? Who do we want to spend time with? It's not about what we don't want. It's what you want. You have, we really have to stop existing in the no zone. That's how we protect our energy. It's also about energy exchange. The universe doesn't give anything for free. And so sh- we should not give anything for free either. And I'm not talking necessarily about money, but... I, my rule number one is I never take advantage of my friends because I respect their energy. So I always support them. If a friend does something for me, I will always do something to exchange energy. Um, a lot of us need to understand if we give energy, we have to receive something back. It's a game. It's a constant game. Um, and to protect your energy, I really recommend not walking in the world feeling like you need a protection. Walk in the world feeling like you're safe and loved and protected and, and you're safe. It's great. Um, Rachel, as we kind of close out, I want you to take a minute or so to tell everybody about your book uh, that you wrote. I know it is um, very personal, um, and, uh, and and tell us about tell us about the book. Um, I've been writing for a long time, and then um, I finally decided it's time to share it with the world because um, I I'm authentic with my practice and what mm-hmm. I do. Um, and my book is a collection of poems, um, and it's really kind of a journey of how I came from my own darkness and to start to walk in my own light. Um, and I'm hoping to inspire people to just find self-love because it's the most crucial thing we need in order to be successful in this world, to understand that every pain you get is a gift. It, it's supposed to enrich your life. You can, we have to be patient with pain and with uncomfort- um, things that are not comfortable. So my book is basically about my journey. It's a collection of poems, and I really, it's really raw and intense and real. Um, and I just write about stuff that I went through in my life. Um, and I want to show people, if you have faith and if you patience, you can come out of anything. And the universe doesn't write energy on us. So everything that happens is for our greater good. It doesn't mean we think it's for our good because we're only able to judge based on our past experience. But... If the universe doesn't waste energy, everything meant to bring us a gold, right? Bring something amazing to our life. Yeah. So that's my book. Um, Where can people buy it? Um, people can buy it in Amazon. Okay. Maybe you should say the name of the book. <laughs> <laughs> oh, tell the name of the, yes, tell people the name of the book. Pre-Jerusalem Girl. Uh, post. Post. Forget it. Post. Post-Jerusalem <laughs> post <laughs> yes, Girl. Post-Jerusalem Girl. Um, you can find it in Amazon and Barnes and Nobles. Beautiful. Um, um, is there a last piece of advice that you want to give us before we wrap up and then tell people how they can get a hold of you? Um, I want to tell people, stop watching the news and, um, <laughs> <laughs> and newspapers. Um, and whatever you consume, you become. So consume positive things and, and faith and whatever you want to be. Consume those things, uh, whether it's friends or food. Um, Love yourself. Be patient. If you make a mistake, don't be mean to yourself because there are enough people in this world going to make you feel bad. So don't be one of them. Uh, and just take it day at a time. We're not in a rush. We all get to the finish line. So we want to save our time and enjoy every moment. Um, you can get a hold of me um, in my email, uh, using my email, rl18works at gmail.com. So it's rl18works. Okay. Yeah. All right, great. Well, thank you for being on the show. It was incredibly enlightening. And I know people will benefit from your wisdom, your spirituality, uh, and the love that you share today with your vulnerable stories. And um, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you so much. Thanks, Rachel. Thank you for listening to the Think Big Movement podcast. For show notes and links to anything we talked about, please visit johnswaskin.com. 
for additional best business practices, you may enjoy my latest book, The Think Big Movement. Grow your business big, very big. Lastly, if you want to talk to me about advising and coaching your business, please email me, john at johndwoskin.com. Text or call me at 248-535-7796. Have an amazing day, an amazing week, and as always, think big. I got some pictures on.